Blog Talk Radio. Well, good day and welcome to the Dr. Fred Says Show, where we bring you live from Miami, Florida, Dr. Fred Valdez. And we usually talk about the state of health in the world today. And we, for the last several years, have covered many, many topics of health. And we've focused on, in the past couple of years, a lot on essential oils because there is just so much new research and, and studies that have been done and give you know, some really, really great information. And Dr. Valdez is kind enough to research those essential oils for us and bring forth this show. Especially today, it's going to be about the overlooked oil, which is peppercorn, and its many benefits. And if you're not familiar with Dr. Valdez, presently he teaches part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami, Florida. His background is emergency medicine, and he spent many years studying complementary medicine. Within his team are doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative health care practitioners, and professional athletes. And we'd like to thank you, Dr. Valdez, for your time researching this and to our audience for continuing to support us. And I'm going to pass the call over to you, Dr. Fred Valdez. Well, thank you, Denise. And it's a good topic today. It's it's every week we try to bring topics that are interest that you may not uh, hear uh, you know, normal channels and so on. And we, you know, we've been talking about essential oils uh, for, for quite some time now because uh, essential oils is, is something that, you know, 10 or 15 years ago they were around. Essential oils have been around for thousands of years. Uh, some oils date back to biblical times, and we have references of oils, you know, way, way back, thousands of years ago. But the big difference in the last 10 or 15 years or so is that, uh, the number of clinical trials has increased tremendously on essential oils uh, to a point that today uh, I was just speaking with, with, uh, with another doctor uh, this last week, and we were talking about essential oils, and, and we both agreed that the, they have come actually uh, as almost part of mainstream medicine because of the evidence base behind these clinical trials. Uh, so that has changed the whole paradigm of essential oils. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, I wanted to do pepper uh, oil, peppercorn oil today, because, you know, when you talk about essential oils, and we've all, uh, we've done shows on, on, the, on the most popular oils, like lavender, you know, of course, probably the most studied oil, lavender, and we've done peppermint, which is, you know, fairly famous oil, and then so on, and, and of course, Malaluca, I think maybe we're due for a show on, on the tea tree oil. Uh, and all the benefits that it offers and so on. And that's a, a really, really good history behind that, too. So I thought we would do uh, peppercorn oil because it's one of those oils that nobody talks about. You know, when you mention essential oils or to someone, <laughs> peppercorn is not exactly the first one that comes to mind. But it should. It should come to mind because as I researched the show a little bit, again, I was really surprised to see all the, the clinical trials and studies that have been done on, on this oil. And, and it's really, really amazing. Um, now, you know, we always say that oils work at the cell level. Uh, it's, it's one of the things that when we put oils on our skin or we ingest oils, uh, they, we want them to work at the cell level because that's what they're most efficient. Now, peppercorn oil uh, has that, that ability to do that. Now, you know, in reading uh, a little bit on the, on the oil, uh, you know, at one point, uh, like some of the oils, uh, peppercorn was used in trade 
Uh, and it, uh, you know, India is one of the best places where you find the, the good peppercorns. Uh, but it was in China. But it was just in trade. Uh, it was uh, worth more than gold. Uh, they, they made payments with with peppercorn oil uh, and and peppercorn and peppercorn oil. So they've been extracting oil from the peppercorn for for a long, long, long time, thousands of years. Uh, so you know, today we have different techniques to extract the oil we use. And distillation, you know, very sophisticated methods of getting the oil without altering the components of the oil. Now, one point that we make in almost every show uh, is that most people think a lot of these oils are very simple oils, simple chemical compounds. They're not. They're not. There's probably over, you know, peppercorn has more than 90 uh, chemical compounds that make it effective. So a lot of those oils are very, very complex. So it's not as simple as just get an oil that smells good and rub it on. You know, most people think about that. I rub it on and it smells good. And they, they do it for the smell, basically, whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the population that is not familiar with the health benefits of oils. Now, uh, this would be a good time on the show, like we always do. And we have to do that, folks, to comply with the FTC. Uh, then none of the products we talk about here are meant to treat, diagnose, mitigate, prevent, cure any diseases. But all I've said, folks, we're talking about the evidence that's now supporting a lot of the soils, the clinical evidence, not hearsay, not that you have an aunt in California that used this oil and she felt better and so on and so on. And that's the way it was maybe 10, 15 years ago. Not anymore. Not anymore. And it's fast changing because what's exciting is that there are a lot of new studies being conducted uh, right now on different oils. So I think that that change of paradigm that I mentioned is going to get even stronger in the next three, four, five years. As a matter of fact, uh, in reading some market research uh, on the oil industry, on the essential oil industry, it is projected that in the next two or three years, that industry is going to be, I forget exactly, a $62 uh, a billion dollar industry, something like that. So that, that is just uh, phenomenal figures and numbers. Uh, so, you know, it's something that's happening that's here right now that's going to be used. So I just briefly wanted to mention a couple of studies that I checked, and, and these studies are found in, in PubMed, and they were really surprising to me. Uh, you know, peppercorn has a lot of different benefits uh, for, for stomach uses and all that, but I want to emphasize a couple of things today. Uh, I, I'm sure a lot of the listeners are aware of, uh, you know, the superbugs, and as a matter of fact, last week there was a report uh, on the new bacteria, new superbugs, uh, and, and how it's more and more difficult uh, for the medical community to, to treat these superbugs with the antibiotics that we have. And, of course, that, that's a battle that's been going on for a long time as we found new you know, bugs that are very resistant to even the, the most sophisticated and new antibiotics that we have. And, and the, the costs of that, you know, go way back in the 50s, especially in this country, where we actually overused antibiotics, okay, like penicillin, uh, anamoxyl, and so on. Uh, we overused them in many cases. We didn't have to use antibiotics. And the results of that is that we now have uh, strains of bacteria that are very, very resistant to these antibiotics. Now, listeria and salmonella, you know, it's, it's a couple of things that we've been dealing with for a long time. Listeria is, is one of the bugs that's really, really tough to battle with, with regular antibiotics. And, of course, um, um, besides that, we do know the side effects 
of antibiotics, especially over a longer-term use. You know, we think of antibiotics and we take them for a week or 10 days or whatever, 20 days, but that's not the case anymore because of the resistance from all these bacteria and these bugs to antibiotics. We have to give a longer period of time uh, on these antibiotics. And, of course, the side effects that will come. They're always there. You know, they kill your stomach. They kill the good bacteria in your body. So it becomes like a vicious cycle where we have to prescribe something else to treat the side effects of the antibiotic. So, you know, what if we had something that doesn't have side effects that works effectively proven by clinical trials uh, on this uh, this bacteria? What if it's something that we could do alternate, and we call it alternative medicine, because it's, 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 a, it's another option. And, and no one can criticize or say, well, you know, why should we have another option? Well, because the options we have now are very limited, and they have, you know, uh, side effects that, that are not wanted. So on Listeria, uh, they did a study, and folks, this study is from 2017. Uh, this, this study was just completed, just completed a couple of months ago uh, from the Journal of Food Science and Technology, 2017, June 2017. So it's fairly, fairly recent. And, and it was a study done on the antimicrobial effect of black pepper oil uh, extract uh, for the morphology of Listeria uh, monocytogenes and salmonella, okay? So salmonella, yes, we have some options with that, but listeria is one of those bacteria that's really, really, really tough. So the, the study actually concluded that due to, to very, very interesting pathways and how the oil works, it actually inhibits the activity uh, of an enzyme and it kills the bacteria, okay? It actually kills the listeria bacteria uh, used internally. And this study was, was, was uh, very, very decent. It was on the, the right way, the proper way. It was a double-blind placebo-controlled study uh, where they actually measured the nucleic acids and the proteins. So it's, it's not just a you know, simple, easy study, you know, 10-day study or whatever. Uh, this was done very well. Uh, so, you know, we have an option here to treat listeria. Uh, from the, uh, the monocytogen at the cell level. It actually kills the bacteria at the cell level, uh, which is good. Uh, the other study that I saw, and again, when we mentioned the word cancer, Denise, you know, we always have to be careful here uh, because uh, people will hear the word cancer, cure, you know, the two Cs, and, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying that this is a study that was done, uh, again, you can find it in PubMed, which is a, an agency that publishes all the clinical trials conducted through the years, uh, on, on, on cancer. In this case, it was breast cancer. You know, we've, we're fast coming on to October, uh, which is, you know, breast cancer month in the United States, and then your breast cancer is still one of those things that we need to be very aware of. So uh, this, this study, again, with pepper, uh, uh, peppercorn oil, uh, treating breast cancer, it actually uh, induced, uh, it, it stopped angiogenesis, which is the process by which cancer starts, you know, angiogenesis, uh, the starting of, of, of division of cells, abnormal division of cells in a tumor, and, and it induced apoptosis. Apoptosis is a process that the body uses to kill cancer cells that are not normal to the body. Uh, and, and that's the key to cancer, you know, you keep it from, from forming. And if it's formed, you, you induce the, the body's process, the, the body's natural process to kill these cancer cells. It's called apoptosis. 
uh, well, guess what? This oil definitely showed fantastic results on that. So, you know, it's on the initial stages, and, and of course, it's going to be more uh, trials conducted and so on and so forth. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll make a point here, and Denise, you know this very well, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners also know this very well, that, that uh, you know, we have a cancer industry uh, in this country, and I'm sure in Canada as well, Denise. Uh, we have very, very strong powers from the pharmaceutical companies uh, with cancer. Uh, you know, chemotherapy, when you look at the cost of chemotherapy, uh, you, you're talking some heavy, 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 heavy uh, uh, cost factors here. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it's something that anything that threatens that, anything that could threaten that in a different way, uh, they are very afraid of that. And that's one of the reasons that I mentioned in other shows before. That's one of the reasons why you don't see a lot of studies uh, in the United States conducted uh, on oils, for, for example. A lot of studies are done in England and other countries, Europe, uh, Romania, and, you know, and all that, uh, because uh, they're afraid that something will come out that's effective and proven clinically to be an effective anti-cancer agent, and it would threaten their bottom line. And, and it's sad to say, and, and, and it isn't. You know, I'm not saying every every pharmaceutical company is evil and is doing this for for profit and so on. But that is a thinking. That is that is a trend. That that is the underlying culture of these pharmaceutical companies. They produce these super super expensive chemo treatments. Uh, that you know, uh, the, the the money that comes from that is is unimaginable. It's on the multi 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 billions with a B of dollars. Uh, every month, not every year, every month. So, so here we have some things now that are starting to surface, like this type of oil. Now, all that said, a couple of things. Listeria, we mentioned that. Anti-cancer, absolutely. Okay, there's anti-cancer properties in this oil. Now, the question comes, and uh, we always you know, finish with that, what oils are you going to use? And it's, it's just, I think I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times because it was really striking that he's like, uh, I think about three weeks ago or so, uh, four weeks ago, I went into Walmart. And I'm sure you have Walmart in Canada as well. And Walmart, oh, yeah. you know, they're known for their, oh, okay, uh, they're known for their lower prices and so on and things. And it's true. It's all the things, you know, like bicycles and lower prices, right? So I went into Walmart, and sure enough, I'm walking in there and looking for a new bathing suit or something. And, and there is a huge display in the center of the store uh, on a line of essential oils. And, of course, it attracted me right away. I walked right to it, and <laughs> it was just huge. I mean, a big, big display, you know, 10 feet high display with the shelves and all that. And the bottles were big. They were not small bottles. They were not the, the one-ounce or two-ounce bottles or five-ounce uh, ML uh, bottles. They were they were like like bottles of almost the size of a freaking soda bottle, not as big. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but they were big bottles, okay. And guess what the price was? The pr- they they ran on, on average three to four dollars a bottle. I was well. tempted. <laughs> I have to admit that I was tempted. Sure, let me try this junk to see what it smells like, uh, folks. There is no possible way that they could bottle these oils. You know, uh, the real oils, you know, non-synthetic, uh, organic oils, and on and on and on uh, for that price. It's impossible. Even Walmart, uh, it, it's impossible. Uh, so that, that brings us to, you know, whenever there's a trend in the industry, whenever they know that the industry is headed that way and the marketing research tells us that, 
uh, companies just jump on the bandwagon. You know, Walmart, Bed Bath & Beyond, they have their own line of oils and so on. I guess even the supermarkets now, you're going to see oils because it's a, it's a marketing trend. But, you know, all they really look at is the bottom line, you know, the profit. And not, not that there's something wrong with that, but sometimes when, when profit is all, all they, they, they have to think about, then you have to think about what are they doing to, to, to have the maximum profit from those oils. So uh, are they organic? Uh, do they penetrate the skin fast? Do they get to the cell? Do they stay on the cell? Do they duplicate? When the cell duplicates, what happens to that oil? Is it effective? How long is it effective for? Yeah, so there's a lot of factors that comes down to whether you are using the right oil or not. Now, there's another layer of companies that have been doing oils for a long time. I'm aware of that. Some we've known for, for, for a long time. They've been there for a long time. And that's probably a better quality oil and so on. But what, what oils that, that we recommend, because it's the oils that we work with, uh, it's a company we work with, and we know it very well. It's a company called Sija International, and Sija International uh, was founded by a man called Ken Brailsford, who's an icon in the wellness industry. It's a very recognized uh, man who, who, who took <clears throat> two wellness companies to the billion-dollar level in sales. The companies are still active. Uh, the man was retired. He's been in this industry for more than 40 years or so, 50 years. Uh, and uh, he saw a documentary on the Discovery Channel about 11 years ago or so on Moringa Oliveira, a botanical. And we've done shows on that. Uh, so he started the, the company based on this Discovery Channel documentary, the company called Siege International, based on the benefits that he saw from Moringa Oliveira. He was inspired by the documentary. So based on that, he founded CG International. So I give that as background for listeners to know who is behind the company because that's really important when you get a product from a company. Who's behind the company? What are the reasons? How much knowledge is there? So a few years later, they started the oil, the essential oil division called Amel Division of Essential Oils from CG International. And folks, they are the only clinical-grade oils in the market. Uh, they, they, the oils are used are the same uh, standard as the oils that they use in clinical trials. You know, when they do a clinical trial for oil and they want to know if it really works, they're not going to go to Walmart and <laughs> buy the oils there. Trust me on that. Okay? They're not. They, they use the highest-grade organic purity uh, oil. So that's what we have. It's the only company that has clinical great oil. As a matter of fact, every bottle of oil from Ameo inter, uh, the Ameo Division of Essential Oils has a code number on the bottom that you can input on the website, and it tells you the whole history on that oil, the whole history on that bottle, on that batch. Uh, but on top of that, there's another vetting process called CERT-5. It's, a, it's a, an added five-step vetting process that, that it ensures where the, the oils came from, uh, who the vendor was, when the, 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 the resource materials were picked, the crops were picked, and so on and so on. So, so it's, a, it's a sustainable. I mean, they're going through a lot of different steps. And on top of that, the oils are, are manufactured, produced, bottled in our own plant. They don't, they don't go outside to somebody's plant and say, bottle this oil for me and put a label on it. 
which a lot of companies do. Uh, no, we have our own research facilities, our own doctors, our own scientists behind this whole thing. So, you know, the, the bottom line, and I close the show with this. I guess I'm going a little longer today. Uh, it, if you're going to use an oil uh, it, it's, that's going to get into your skin, get into your body, get into the cell level in your body, what do you want it to be? Do you want something synthetic that has no value, that maybe smells good and then it's gone in an hour? Uh, and, and it doesn't do anything for you uh, for three or four or five or ten dollars a bottle, or do you want something that's pure, that's organic, that is going to work, that has clinical research behind it? it, it the answer is really obvious. Okay, uh, if it's your body, you want to go with something that does good to your body, not something that's cheap. Definitely not something synthetic. Uh, so uh, the male division of essential oils for CG International, bottom line. Offers the, the the only clinical great oils in the market, uh, so it's worth going, paying a little more, and going that route uh, if you're going to use oils uh, for therapeutic purposes. Uh, so Denise, this is a show uh, today. Uh, pepper oil, fantastic, and you can use it in many different ways. By the way, you can use it externally. Uh, uh, very strong oils, so be careful, you know, with your eyes. Don't put your hands in your eyes if you use your hands rub the oil and so on. You can use it for cooking. You can use it. I mean, there's a lot of different uh, uses of the soil. You can use it in aromatherapy. You can put it in a diffuser and diffuse a room with, and it gives it a nice scent. You know, the, 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 so there's different ways of using this oil. Uh, the topical use, just, just be careful with, with children, of course. Uh, you know, they may have sensitive skin. Uh, and an adults, just be careful with certain parts of the body, of course, genital, uh, genital parts and eyes and so on, uh, to touch. You wait a little bit until the oil has penetrated into the skin. But other than that, it's, you can use it on anybody, and, and it has tremendous, tremendous benefits. Uh, so pepper, corn, oil, pepper, oil, fantastic oil to have at home uh, throughout the year. Denise, if you have any comments, I'll pass this show back to you. Well, thank you very much, and uh, always great information. I learned a lot that I didn't know before. Thank you so much. And we'd like to say thank you again to our audience for continuing to support us in our three-year journey here on Blog Talk Radio, the Dr. Fred Says Show. Would you like to give our audience your email address, Dr. Valdez? Of course. Uh, my email is fredvaldez56 at gmail.com, fredvaldez56 at gmail.com, and as always, uh, at least in my case, Valdez is spelled with an S, not a Z. Wonderful, and and thank you to you so much for all the research you do, because this is not something that's mainstream. It's something that you are breaking ground on, and we thank you for that. And we would like to say to our audience, we will be back again next week with a very interesting show, and have a wonderful and safe weekend, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>